Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Now, as the world watches in horror what is unfolding in Ukraine for people living there, they are now experiencing their worst nightmares. Bantry native Eugene O'Sullivan is in Ukraine and he joins me to explain how he and his family are uh, getting on. Good morning to you, Eugene. Uh, good afternoon, Patricia here, but good, uh, good morning to you. And listen, you, um, you're welcome to the programme and, and it really is, is good uh, to talk to you. Uh, can you just start by explaining where exactly you are in Ukraine and have there, has there been any attacks in your area? So far, there has been no attacks in the area where I am and I am five hours east of Kiev. I am 30 kilometres in north of Poltava city, called Tikanka. And here there's about a population of 8,000 people. So far, nothing has happened here. 
but we don't have any military infrastructure here either, so there's really nothing here to bomb uh, for the Russians. But I would expect maybe when they're coming through, you can have military tanks passing through at any time, but I can't confirm that either. But they're only just about an hour away from us, to the north of us and to the east of us. And is there a sense of panic locally? Yesterday morning, it was absolute mayhem. Today it's okay, but yesterday morning there was queues at filling stations, there was queues outside pharmacies, there was queues at shops. Uh, It was unreal. But uh, this morning, it's very, very quiet. Very, very quiet. And also as well, cash machines yesterday, and the cash machines ran out of money. And I'm going to say this thing about cards. A credit card isn't much good to you if there's no cash in the machine. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're better if you have cash in your pocket, you're always king. Yeah, and and you know there was a lot of diplomatic talks going on, you know, particularly in the in the last number of uh, weeks. So, did the invasion come as a shock, or were you expecting it? No, I didn't expect it. Even my wife didn't expect it because Russian troops have been situated around Ukraine for the last twelve months, and it was like a fox waiting at the hinos. That's the way I can describe it. And it just came out of the blue yesterday morning. Nobody expected it. Now, some people maybe did expect it, but the majority of the population didn't. They just said, oh, it's only probably all talk and it's only just a game between them all. Yeah, and certainly any any reality. yeah any video footage we were seeing coming from Ukraine while while you know Western powers were nervous about it. You know, people on the street just seemed to be going about their business as normal, and life seemed to be very normal in the Ukraine. Yeah, where I am here now, it's it's as quiet as it can before the storm. I don't know, but all cars are parked up quietly. There's hardly nobody on the streets, uh, but everybody is so far okay here as I speak to you. So. So life isn't normal then? I mean, I take it, is anybody going to work, for example? Some people may have to go to work for essential services. Just remember as well, there's martial law imposed in the country here as well. And just in case, what is martial law? Martial law entails that the Ukrainian military are in control of the country. And that's a decree decree given to the military from the president. They can come into your apartment They can take off your apartment. They can take your car off you on the side of the street and you cannot do nothing about it. You have no more rights anymore. You do what you're told. If you're asked to work or man a place, you must do it. You don't ask questions. You do it. Yeah, and I heard earlier that the Ukrainian president has asked men from, uh, Ukrainian men from 18 to 60 not to leave the country that they may be needed to to go to war. That's correct. And I will tell you this morning, my wife was up, just went out this morning uh, to one of the cash machines, but unfortunately it was empty. And as she passed close to the cash machine, there was a group of men, and they were all local reservists being called up to fight for the Ukrainian military. And she said they probably will never again come back alive. And some of these will be young men. And it's always the yeah, young men when, well, when it's I mean, war. Anywhere between, 
anywhere between 18 and 60. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's usually, yeah, it's usually just young men that they take. But um, I, I suppose yeah. when, when t- times get so desperate and, and, you know, the military force that the Ukrainians are trying to face off, it's a huge, huge military force that the Russians have. The Ukrainians don't have, no, anybody who is from Ukraine and pro-Ukrainian will not like uh, me to be saying this. They're outgunned, they're outnumbered, and the Russian soldiers are highly trained. And you're going to send reservists out. In actual fact, you're going to get more people killed again. Now, what do you do? Do you sit down so and not fight at all? <laughs> there isn't much of a choice, is there? No. But at the moment, Kiev is getting an awful bombarding since 4 a.m. this morning. I think it's absolute mayhem in Kiev at the moment. I'm only going by Ukrainian television here and there's missiles raining down on the city at an enormous rate. Yeah, it's very obvious they're trying to take Kiev, isn't it? Kiev is the, the keyhole, uh, the, the key to the whole operation for Putin. Now, another thing that people should take note as well, that there's an awful lot of protests on Ukrainian TV last night. It showed a huge amount of protests in Russia in a lot of Russian cities against the war that's happening here. So, in my view, Putin needs to get a hurry up with this because if he gets bogged down in here, you could actually end up with having a coup in Russia and he could be taken out. I could be wrong in what I'm saying. Yeah, I saw video footage uh, on on TV of people protesting, you're right, in uh, Russia and they were getting arrested by the Russians. Um, yeah, yeah they, they were being dispersed by, by, yeah, by, by the soldiers, by their, by their own soldiers. And Eugene, what have you done yourself to try to prepare? Have you sort of stockpiled items to keep you and your family safe? We, I have enough here for two weeks roughly. We have water in case the water goes off because if the electricity goes out, the water pumps will fail. Um, I have backup generator here as well. We haven't had to need it yet but it's all ready, and I spare some spare fuel, which I got before the invasion ever happened. So I'm okay, but I'm happy to share it with others as well that need. Did you think about um, Did you think about coming home? No, I did, but no, because family are here, and if I was in Ireland, no, and if I couldn't get through, I wouldn't know what would be going on. I'd be a nervous wreck. I'm happier here. I know what's going on. Whereas if I was in Ireland, you're not on top of things. You're only listening to what you're hearing from in the media. So you're, you're, you're going to stay? You're not going to make any attempt yeah, to leave? I, was, I had planned to come back roughly around the end of April, maybe start of May. And um, I got plenty of opportunities to go out. And I was told by the department to get out, to get out. That's the Department of Foreign Affairs and the Irish Embassy. Not just me, any Irish citizen that was here. But you just can't walk off just like that and leave others behind, that's being selfish. You're only just thinking about yourself and your complete mayfair in our city. Um, and before all of this, talk to me about Ukraine and as a country, what it's, li- what it's like and what are its people like? Ukraine is a big country. When I travel from Ireland and I drive through Europe, my biggest drive alone is Ukraine. It's where I am, I'm three-quarter ways through Ukraine, and that's a thousand kilometers uh, from the Polish border. And people don't realize the size of the country, especially from east to west. It's very, very long. 
And um, look, I know the road like the back of my hand coming here from so many times. And I would also feel very, very sorry for people who are here, Irish couples who are here on surrogacy and are now trapped and stuck, can't get out, don't know anybody here. And my advice is to them, don't move, stay where you are. Because if you're trying to get out at the borders, it's absolute mayhem at the moment because you could be there two days maybe before you could cross with the queues of people. And of course, all flights have been cancelled, so flying out is well, not, is not an airspace option. Airspace is closed. Airspace is closed yeah. for civilian aircraft. There's no flights out of here. And if you did go out, some of the filling stations have run out of fuel with a panic buying. So if you did travel, I'm just telling you now, there's, there's three clinics that I know of in Ukraine for surrogacy. One is in Lviv, which is in West Ukraine. The other one is in Kiev, and the other one then is in the city east of me called Kharkov. Now, if you're in Lviv, it's okay, maybe, but to get out across the border, if you're there two, uh, two days, maybe, give it even eight hours and you have a small child, an infant, how are you going to, a new, you going yes, to cope? Yeah, it's a newborn you baby. Have a language barrier. You have a language barrier then as well on top of it. Yeah. And you have a queue of people clamoring to get out as well. But so what, what anybody is there. What is your hopes now, Eugene, as to what will happen in Ukraine? It looks like that Kiev, when it, whenever it will fall, I can tell you that it depends on how strong the Ukrainian resistance is. Uh, the, the ground fighting uh, is really, really could play out for a long time. Would it end up like another Sarajevo, if you remember in the 90s? I, I where do, it would be seen I do. For months and months and months. Now, I don't know uh, exactly, but unless the Ukrainian president will concede defeat, that's the only thing that might save the, the bloodbath. But I think that Kiev is going to turn into an awful bloodbath if they're going to keep fighting. And Putin says he doesn't want all of Ukraine. He just, he just wants to reimagine the, uh, his, the border. He wants to... No, I, I, I will tell you what actually happened at the beginning. It all happened in 2014. Previous to around this time, eight years ago, uh, let's say in January, Ukraine was a normal country like, like Ireland, what we were living in. Not a problem. Then this EU trade agreement came up to be signed by the Ukrainian president at the time, Viktor Yushchenko, who was pro-Russian, and he refused to sign the EU trade agreement. He walked away from it. Then all hell broke loose. There was 100 people uh, shot by snipers, who are protesting against what he did. And the next thing, he ended up getting overthrown. He was, he was democratically elected. He was corrupt. But what politician, as they say, isn't corrupt, they say. And uh, I'm not taking on everything. Every politician is completely corrupt. But when you look at what goes on, especially in government circles. And uh, he fled to Ukraine. He fled out to Crimea, which is at the very, very bottom of Ukraine. You, you see that little peninsula should remind you a little, a little bit like Aladdin's jar when you look at it on the map. And um, then Russia annexed Crimea and the, also these Russian separatists in East Ukraine in the Oblast. Oblast is another name for a county, but an Oblast is bigger than a county. Um, in Lugansk and Donetsk, these two Oblasts rose up, not all of the whole lot of the Oblast, but about a third of it. And these Russian separatists rose up 
which is his home turf as well. And they want and to be part of Russia, not Ukraine. They want to be part of Russia. Yeah. Now, they got help from Russia. Now, Russia will say, we're not going to do it to it. We, we had nothing to do with them. That's their own being. But they were supported, financed and armed by the Russians. And that was for a stalemate for the last eight years. Until this week. skirmishes. And, and then there was about there was something around fourteen thousand people had been killed in that skirmish. Now we have a lot of talk in Ireland about troubles where there was over three thousand people killed over thirty years. This is twelve thousand over the period of eight years. Now what happened then after that was, you saw what happened on Monday. Russia officially recognised these two breakaway republics and incorporated them into the Russian Federation. Now, I didn't expect that there would be an invasion towards the morning. I thought that was the end of it. But I also think that the United States, and people will hammer me on this, the United States and NATO did not help the situation either. Putin had demands that he wanted to be addressed by the United States and NATO. And he was basically told to F off. And then he had these troops all around Ukraine, and he wasn't going to pull them back because he'd look like a complete idiot if he did that. And he wouldn't be able to deal his hand of cards if that happened. So in the meantime, then, what happened was... um, um, I'm so tired from talking. I know, I know, I know. No, I just continue on with it. And I don't want to be boring Irish people listening to this, but uh, what is happening here is we're actually going to drive prices, fuel, everything will go... As bad as it is, it's going to go mental. Yeah, but lives... Yeah, but you, anyway, like... We saw what happened. We saw what happened last uh, Monday. These two uh, areas were incorporated into the Russian Federation. And on yesterday morning, then, we had this full-scale invasion. I, did, I want to get back to the United States and NATO. Putin wanted a few demands. He didn't want Ukraine joining NATO. The reason he didn't want Ukraine joining NATO is if they did join NATO, the United States could come in and put cruise missiles right outside Russia's back door on Ukrainian territory and have them aim for Russia. But Ukraine is an, is an independent sovereign state. That's if what they, they're if, saying. Yeah, but if, they're if saying. they want to join NATO, it. they should have been allowed to join NATO. No, you know. no, Patricia. I want to tell you what happened, and we have to go back a small bit to the 90s. There was an agreement made between when the Soviet Union collapsed. At the time, there was an agreement made between NATO and the United States that the following countries would not join NATO and that NATO would not expand East beyond Germany. What happened? Next thing you had Estonia join NATO, Latvia, Lithuania, Poland, Czech Republic, Slovakia, Hungary, Romania and Bulgaria, all members of NATO, uh, uh, cruise missiles in Romania, yeah, uh, yeah I know, I know. I accept the point you're making, yeah. and, and Russia wasn't going to take that line no. down. Okay, all I'm right. Listen, to, I, I, I yeah, yeah I, we yeah. we'll be here all day with a with with the, with the history uh, the history thing. lesson. Yeah. Oh, all right, but just you understand, Patricia. That's where it comes from. I know, I know, I, I do, I absolutely yeah. do. But I also understand, you know, that Putin is, is saying that Russia, his plan isn't to invade Ukraine. He's just intent on redrawing the boundaries, is what he's yeah. saying. Listen, he we will stay in contact yeah. with you, uh, Eugene. Um, there's a text in from is it Mary Carney? Is that one of your neighbours to say I'm praying Maybe. for Eugene and his family and all the people there? Eugene is a great uh, man. 
man and he really knows what he is talking about. I want to wish him all the best. That's from Mary Carney and uh, lots of other people wanting to wish you well and hoping that you stay safe. We'll keep in contact with you, Eugene, OK? Uh, and just look no after problem, yourself. Patricia. Look after yourself. That's Thank the main you, thing. And keep your family safe. Thanks for joining us. That is uh, Eugene O'Sullivan, a native of Bantry, but now living in Ukraine. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.